Welcome to the Web3 Delight Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Harris. You can find me anywhere on social media as Podmaster Jay. We're gearing up for an exciting one-day conference in Lagos, Nigeria, where we'll bring together Web3 startups, developers, researchers, investors, marketers, all under one roof, both physically and virtually. And we're not just talking about the tech either, because Web3 is really a social movement towards transparency, inclusiveness, and ownership. But, (laughs) as usual, I'm getting carried away. I have some great guests lined up for you here, each of which is going to be speaking at the Web3 Delight Conference. So, I decided to sit down with them and give you, the listener, a bit of a sneak peek into what they'll be sharing at the event. In this episode, we'll be chatting with Emilia Vukovic, who's a doctor who made the switch from medicine to the blockchain ecosystem. Emilia is also an entrepreneur with one successful exit under her belt. So let's jump right into our conversation with Emilia. I am president of Serbian Blockchain Initiative and general manager of Supercluster Web3 and Blockchain Technology, the first supercluster of this kind in Serbia. Amazing. Well, Emilia, it's great to have you on on the show. I I, I feel like I should have worn a shirt and tie because you sound uh, super sophisticated. Can you tell us a bit about your companies and what you do? Uh, Yes, absolutely. So Serbian Blockchain Initiative is an organization that uh, gathers all of the people who are interested in the Web3 and blockchain and different kind of companies here in Serbia. And we are trying to make that uh, um, ecosystem grow and be strong and connected with each other so everybody knows what's happening. Also, we are working a lot on regulatory program and law enforcement here because as you know probably it's always difficult when you're working with the web3 and blockchain it's still um considered as a mainstream technology and still trendsetting especially for the government so it needs a lot of time and effort to explain like what's the usage of the blockchain how can you use it in different corporate environments and with the super cluster web3 and blockchain so that's honestly one of the uh, bigger ways we are going to use and to try to um, establish that the blockchain is for everybody, that it could be used in many different industries, that we don't need to be scared of it, that it's not always connected with the crypto and with the scams and all of the this funny doing business everybody's talking about. And there yeah. is such a, a bigger scam be, be behind it. You can use it in a many different uh, ways and it's an awesome technology to know so yeah that's just a little bit of what are we going to do this year uh we're going to do a pilot till next june 2023 and then if all the activities are uh, good and if we reach all of our goals then we have three more years to develop it and by 2025 it uh, should be really um on track so it's it's quite quite exciting project i must say Awesome. That that's a that seems like quite a long time horizon. Twenty twenty five, three years. Is, is, does it yeah. really take that long to to put something like that together? Uh, so it's first of a kind. What mm-hmm. did they do? They did a research and they tried to find what are the technologies that they think are the most 
um, potent, so that they, they have more most chances to succeed in the future. And uh, the researchers they came with the result and they say, oh, it's probably biotech, gaming, agriculture, and blockchain web three. Um, and by the program that we are doing now in next three years, yes, we we really need three years for sure just to put it on track and to be profitable in 2025. So. Um, even that's also quite challenging because, as I said before, there are still a lot of people who don't get the technology that uh, think that the blockchain is same as crypto. They think it's the the same thing. They don't mm. they don't see the difference. And the tricky thing is all of the people who are making some bigger decisions and they're they're deciding something about the the government. They're probably people who are not that. Uh, I don't want to say young, so I will say that those are people who are quite wisdomous and experienced, but in a different industries. <laughs> so, yeah, wisdomous so and experience, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit tricky to explain to them that this is actually quite useful, and but you just need a little bit more of education in this field. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so I see. So, so there's quite a bit of development that needs to happen, but a lot of it is also marketing, communications, and promotions, trying to to change people's perspectives and get them educated. That makes sense yeah. to me. I, Absolutely. I'm, well, Amelia, I'm interested in knowing how you got started in Web three. What what was your avenue for getting involved in this stuff? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my example is also quite interesting. So, because uh, I am doctor by education, I did my master thesis in healthcare management, and I'm doing my PhD in healthcare management. But also, I'm doing my second master thesis in computational finance. Um, I started to work in this field in 2018. I got the position of the CEO of the Global Sun Foundation. It was a foundation that collected cryptocurrencies and helped uh, endangered uh, people, kids, um, paying for their medication, building houses, renovating hospital wings and stuff. So uh, it was the time and the period where Bitcoin was quite popular because it was the first year when it really jumped high. But it was also a year of many scams and many different projects where you didn't completely understand why are they even on blockchain. So for me to get into that world was a little bit tricky because I came from the field of medicine and I'm used to uh, you need to know every number, every spot, everything. Is, it, it needs to be like right spot on. And then you're like in this world of multimillionaires where everybody's like wearing some different kind of, I don't even know, you know you're you're at a wedding and everybody's like dressed as unicorns and having like this different tattoos or guys who are making makeups and they're all millionaires. And you're like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, I don't get it at all. So it was quite challenging for me to understand the people and to understand the technology. And to be honest with you, I needed a lot of time to to get the grasp of it, like what's really going on. Uh, then after that, I was working as a business development manager for um, one company in Switzerland who um, is building as a hub. So they are um, they are developing medications like personal medicine for oncology patients. And they did STO, security token offering. So it was also like the beginning of STO. So it was also really interesting to see how can we do this. Then after that, I worked with uh, Ivan Bilayat's MVP workshop. They're quite famous here in Serbia because they built Polygon. And Polygon is uh, Mikhailo Bielis, so the guy from Serbia is from MVP Workshop. And they did like a lot of really, really cool, amazing stuff. 
we worked together. Uh, we did Belgian Venture Forum, and then it just started my way to open in this area. And I'm quite uh, uh, on track to do my PhD thesis in usage of blockchain in medicine, because I think there's like a lot of really good usage where we can use blockchain in healthcare industry. So basically, this was this was my way. And now at this point, I can say that I'm honestly happy of how it happened. And I'm, as I said before, I'm quite sure this technology is going to be the technology of the future. And it's, uh, I would really like if I am the, the first in my field to, to be absolutely complete in it. So that's the way I got in. Um, I thought a lot of potential and I just continued to do my education in this field. Excellent. Excellent. Quite a resume. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, so I'm really interested in knowing, given all of the experience that you have in, in this field, what exactly does Web3 mean to you? Well, I can tell you, so like some of the people I've spoken to, they, they talk mm-hmm. about the tech. Some other mm-hmm. people talk about the, the community side of it. What, mm-hmm. what does it mean to you? Uh, so for me, honestly, it's just like the way of thinking. It's just like way of thinking, a way of living. It's the it's absolute the decentralization. So I come from the part of the world where we are still going under a lot of political changes. We we had wars. We had a lot of stuff that that was really quite hard on the people. And in the end of it, it's uh, I think it's really important to have the ownership of your own thoughts, deeds, everything that you do, everything that you put online. I think. That's really going to be the the internet of the future, and I really think it's it's time for that kind of a change. We can see in the in the past period what happened with big uh, social media houses, with marketing, with advertisement. We can see that the internet is now just like a, a big pool of information, mm. um, and I really really uh, believe that for the future we need to make that balance back, and I can see potential in Web three and the blockchain to to make that um, more, even I can say, humanized. So I I honestly don't think uh, technology by itself can give us the answers. The technology by itself can be used for good or for bad. So behind it, there are people. So if we, if we use it in the right case scenario, I think it could be really good for all. But we don't need to, we cannot exploit it. And that's the problem that, that we now have because people like to use the the web tree and the blockchain because it sounds attractive and just to uh, connect it with some things. It's not for everything. It gives the solutions in in one area, but I can honestly say, and I absolutely think it's not applicable for everything. We need to be smart about it. So for me, it's just the the way of of thinking about the centralization and open mindedness. And uh, I like the the way that there's no uh, third party and that we can we can make all of these connections just because of our will that, that's something i like here yeah thank you and i think you you echo a lot of what some of our, our other guests have said uh in terms of looking at it as a way of of changing the the paradigm that we're in currently you know we, we've recognized the mistakes that we've made in web 2 with these large internet corporations and now this decentralized internet hopefully gives us a chance to reclaim some of um, the autonomy that we've lost and, and be able to right the ship and point, point us in, in the right direction. And so I'd, I'd, I'd love to see, like hear a bit about, you know, what, what is, what's the topic that you intend to discuss at, at Web3? Like, because you are going to be one of our speakers. What, can, can you give us a sneak peek into what you'll be talking about? 
Yeah, honestly. So uh, first of all, I need to say I'm so proud of the work that Paul did. Uh, I had no idea this is going to make so much fuss and that people are going to be so interested in, in Web3 and blockchain in Lagos. Uh, my like this is next on my bucket list to go to Nigeria and to go to Lagos and to see because I heard so many interesting things about the country and about the city and like it's such a huge city whole Serbia is yes. three times smaller than Lagos so oh gosh. <laughs> it's, it's it's for me it's like amazing even to think about it so I need to say again very very proud that I'm going to be a part of this um, conference that I have the opportunity to to say a few words to the to the people there uh, I hope there is also going to be a time I'm going to be live um, in this in this conference because I'm sure we are going to repeat it like again. Uh, I'm going to talk about um, uh, that important part of the Web3 world that anybody can be a part of it. It's not for some special tech guys. It's not for some people who are like, uh, really smart or something that are like it's for everybody. So if if somebody who was a doctor and learned something that's totally different and a totally different side of uh, of tech industry and blockchain and programming can go into this world and can grasp it and find the usage of it in in my own industry. I really want to inspire people to think about it and to feel free to just explore it, educate themselves, and to know that this is not for like a special group. This is something that's out there and it's honestly honestly for everybody to use if they can they can see the value in it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh democratizing, you know, the 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 way that people get into this industry, I, I think is something that, that we, we all look forward to doing. And also including, you know, in inclusivity, diversity, uh, gender equity. Th th those are some of the things that we struggled with, uh, with Web2 and the previous version of the internet. And you hear a lot of people talking about it. It's on all of our minds. We we recognize that we don't yet have enough women in, in the blockchain industry yet. And, and we're, we're working on it. I know that's something that Paul was trying to do. Paul Lavalish, who was on one of our previous episodes just for the audience and and it is the, the head organizer for web3 delight lagos we've got lots of women uh participating in the conference and so that's amazing um so yeah i'm, I'm with you 100 percent. i'm looking forward to, to hearing more about that conversation i know a lot of people do think that you have to be super technical uh to be involved but th that's not 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 necessarily the case is not the case at all um, there's room for everyone. It's open. It's welcoming. It's just an amazing community. I can tell you from my firsthand experience being here, and, and maybe you've had similar experiences being in the community and having people just open and willing to meet with you and explain what they're doing and explain how, how the tech works so that we can all learn it together and come up together. Have you had similar experiences? I had absolutely the similar experience as, as you just described. And I can honestly say, so I'm working with like 90% of men in this industry and they treat me with the greatest respect. And it's like a really special kind of industry, an open-minded one where everybody's appreciated for their effort, for the value that they are giving. So uh, any kind of um, education that you would like to receive, I can almost guarantee you will find somebody who wants to share something with you to teach you something, to learn something from you. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. Um, at this point, I can only say that like in Serbia and in this region here at the Balkans, we still have a startup that's working with blockchain that was founded by women. Uh, 
So this is something that's going to change by next year, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> if not, I'm going to to make a startup just to do something just so we have one female uh, who is going to have a startup with a blockchain. Excellent. So yeah, there's still a lot of room to, to improve. And I really hope that a lot of other women that are interested in this kind of technology will enter the space. And I'm absolutely sure that with this kind of conferences, and with this kind of discussions, we are going to make it happen and that people are going to get more inspired. Excellent. That's that's great to hear you see. So I'll, I'll be looking out to see if you, if you do found that startup uh, so I can Absolutely. follow along with, with <laughs> what, what you're up to. But OK, so just before we wrap up, this is a question that we usually ask at the end of these mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, and I'd love to know what are your predictions for where you see blockchain and Web3 going in the future? And the way that I ask it, we, so we're sitting here in 2022. We're about to head to to Lagos, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Let's say five years in the future is twenty twenty seven, and and we head back to Lagos, Nigeria again. What will have changed? What's going to be different then? Uh, so I can uh, I can I can I can just like imagine what, what would I like. Uh, now, when we are using the internet, or when I'm reading some web page, or when people are working with something with the net, they're not honestly thinking not one second like. What was the programming language that was used to to make this possible? You know, nobody ever asked me like, how did the ATM uh, works? And mm-hmm. he gives me money, and I put the credit card, and something is happening. Nobody ever wondered like, how did this work? So I really, honestly uh, believe that some point of time we are going to work a lot on blockchain, but nobody is even going to wonder. It's going to be just like such a regular thing that nobody is going to even ask like, is this blockchain behind it? Because Nobody will care. It will give such good solutions that it's not going to be important anymore. I love that. I I'm one of those persons who get gets caught up in that conversation of ERC twenty versus seven twenty one, and you know all of these different standards, and it's it's so unnecessary, especially from from the user's perspective. Yeah, you know the person who's who's buying these tokens could care less about yes, what what absolutely. kind of standardization it's using. Yes. And, yes. and you're right, like from, from the internet perspective, who knows if that website is designed in Java or, or JavaScript yeah. or, or whatever, like it doesn't matter. It's Does it work? Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's all we care about. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, that, that that's definitely something to, to look forward to. Okay, Emilia, uh, be, be, before you, you head out, mm-hmm. uh, let me, I, I know that there are people listening who mm-hmm. might want to get in contact with you. I'll just follow you online to see what else you're up to. What's the best way for people to find you online? So you can like uh, add me on Instagram on uh, it's story of M's on Instagram on LinkedIn. It's Emilia Vukovic. I said Instagram because it's maybe easier to remember than Emilia Vukovic, but it's on, that's on LinkedIn. It's Emilia at sbi.rs if somebody wants to send me a mail. So that that's all good. Or uh, if you're coming to Belgrade, absolutely hit me up. I can show you all of the best places to go. We have wonderful food we have great places to go we have beautiful women so everybody will absolutely adore belgrade i can i can say that for sure so these are the ways and before also before we end this i must thank you again jay for for a wonderful organization and for beautiful podcasts you're really doing this in in a best way possible Ah, thank you, Amelia. Thank you very much. Well, it's been great to have you on the show. Thank you for sharing your insights. I'm looking forward to hearing you speak at, at our Web3 Delight Lagos. And I, I invite uh, and encourage everyone who's listening to show up and, and listen to, to your speech. Uh, so it's been amazing having you here and uh, I'll see you soon. 
Thank you so much. Have a great day and see you soon.